our drummer for the whole kind of cocktails and dinner set, we had been looking around to find anything that we could substitute. And it was down to either a paint stirring stick that we found in the attic of this venue. <laughs> oh my word. Or some sticks we found outside and had whittled down. Welcome, everybody. So, like we promised, we have a very special guest today. Um, Kelly Muse is going to join us. He is the band leader, music director for my band Mixology, and he is going to tell us all about what it's like to be a band leader and what it's like to work with Moa. That's right. And she's, he's also going to... Which is great. I'll give it away. It's awesome. Yeah. He also is going to tell us what brides and grooms should consider before booking a band. So, a lot of helpful information that Kelly is going to tell you tell us all today. And, you know, he's going to sprinkle in some of those good stories that we love to hear. So, enjoy well I think like already we've been recording for 30 seconds and I think the moral of the story is we should have had Kelly on a lot longer than uh-uh. earlier than we have I said to Susie so you guys finally like worked through all of your best friends and then your <laughs> babysitters oh, from when you were gosh, kids and your neighbors and then the, that one last <laughs> dusty Rolodex that. card <laughs> Muse on it. <laughs> yep, no, got it. That's not exactly at all. what it was. <laughs> not at all. And I, I know there's no way for us to prove this uh-huh. at all. But, <laughs> but you were one of the first people we thought of, and I was like, yeah, but he has all the same experiences I do. And then I was like, well, maybe he doesn't actually. Coming yeah. from a different total lens of like band leader lens, and also mm-hmm. looking at me from the outside and how annoying it might be to work with me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he would have some interesting stories. Because <laughs> Susie sanitizes all those stories. You're getting. Very much her perspective. <laughs> yeah. on, oh, I sure. Promise. Oh, believe me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we usually press like end recording and I'm like, okay, now tell me what really happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We do have a lot of things that are, but I'm sure. Yeah. You have to. Well, we don't want to lose business. Y- right. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fun. I mean, I can tell all the crap things that Kelly's done. That's uh-huh. fine. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, no, every wedding is perfect and, and everything Susie does is perfect. <laughs> How do you? Oh, that was one of our like first questions. Was uh-huh. how do you fit in the room with Susie's giant ego? That's oh, just my God. first question. You but. just take her down as yeah. many pegs as you can. <laughs> the favorite, my I favorite know. compliment that Kelly has given me, and I, I did like the slow turn towards him with like a raised eyebrow. Was God, you're you're such a truck. I was like, cool, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's like when Dad said to us in the uh, when we were beast. kids, like, "Oh, uh-huh. you're so you're so thick." Uh huh. Yeah, you're like. I don't think that's a. I know you're like trying to not maybe not a compliment. Yes, a compliment, but don't say that to a 16 year old girl. Right. <laughs> no, please. I like stout. That's that's my best word for Susie. She's stout. That's right. She's I forgot stout. that one. That's very the best rugged. That's the best one. Stout and rugged. Great. One of my earliest memories of Susie, I'm sure we'll get to early memories, but is of us uh-huh. after a gig at, at Point Sebago and her just housing a speaker up over her head onto the pole. And I'd never seen singers <laughs> who would even stick around to do that and, and wrap yeah. cables. So I was like, all right, that girl yeah. is stout. I certainly, uh-huh. I certainly don't stout. do the speakers. I let no. all of the other band members do the speakers, but I'll do most everything else. But mostly because I don't <laughs> trust myself is, uh-huh. is the thing. Not, not because I don't want to but because I really, truly don't trust myself. Yeah, they're expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't really introduced in Kelly yet, but um, I mean, we, we've we probably mentioned your name uh, at least once 1, a week. Yeah, I'm name checked every week, I think. Yeah, exactly. So we wanted to bring you on because we wanted everyone to see the man behind the myth. And mm-hmm. here you are, Kelly Muse. <laughs> what they call myth me. Behind the man? man oh, behind sorry. The... Can I just... 
And I'm just looking. This is totally on. You can cut this. But every time I do like a little like <laughs> thing in the recording, the like waves of the recording, it looks like a middle finger every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. I, I, <laughs> anyway. My tone is coming through then. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Kelly Muse. I run uh, Susie's in my band. I am the, the music director, I suppose. I handle all yeah, the bookings sure. and contracts and all that stuff. And I run sound and I uh, arrange all the charts that need that we need for the band or write them or find <laughs> and them. And, I do a lot, too. You know, I do a lot, too. I sing. I yeah, sing. <laughs> That's what sings. I do. All the other things that Kelly does, I just sing. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think we're a really collaborative band in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I think you, yeah, you guys are. are. You for sure are. Just in the last couple of weeks, we've had ideas come from, you know, our bass player and the drummer and just stuff like that. So there is there is a lot of room for that kind of thing musically. Right, exactly. I mean, we've said before that with the LeBlanc wedding last week that thank God you were there and you knew what was going on because even the other members of the band, they're very in tune with their own instrument and how everything is set up. But to run the sound through your computer, it's really convenient to have one person do that, although it is a lot for your brain every gig to have to deal with <laughs> all is. those things. It, I mean, it, I guess it, it saves us a little money on, on sure. having kind of sound guys and everything. Yeah. But it's, it, it's a lot. I, I think a lot of what I do is just disaster planning. Yeah. Um, I try to th- think think of things that could go wrong and, yeah. and plan for them. So I bring, you know, redundancies for, for everything, keyboards and speakers and, and power. Right. If we had lost power entirely last week, we did have kind of battery. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have been the best, but they would yeah. have gotten us through the gig. So uh, I'm, yeah. I'm certainly, th- those are the kind of things I think of at night. And I keep um, spare, because everybody in the band has at some point forgotten something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I keep, I keep spare suits, actually two suits, a black oh and a gray God. suit with shoes. And, Do you bring dresses for Susie? You know, th- I think that's a good idea. I can't imagine <laughs> Susie Pepper forgetting a dress. And if she did, I would just laugh and <laughs> I told her make that, her wear one of my suits. I know. I told her that she should just leave dresses at your place. I'm like, why are you packing and repacking dresses? Because just leave dresses every gig at his is place. yeah. Because every gig is different. Every venue is different. And mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna. And I don't want to think that far ahead. And she's ahead. a diva. And I'm she a needs diva. To- I Let me know. just say, you could, be, you could be constipated no. that week and need a little bit more room in your dress, I suppose. <laughs> a little more space. <laughs> I could be pregnant always. That was always a thing. <laughs> you never know. Um, no, I always I always have two dresses as well, just to make sure, just in case. Although they're both in one bag. I should keep one in my carry-on yeah. and like one in my backpack <laughs> and one not. I think it would be wonder, hilarious if I wore a suit. I wonder how small you could pack down a dress. And just keep small. it like down to a like a lipstick size <laughs> carrier that just fits in your purse. I'm sure I could get it pretty small, but I don't know if I could ever get it as small as your best man's suit for your wedding, which he shoved into a sock or something. Yes. Like, Ethan, I don't mind name checking my yeah. best man. He fl- flew in from China and his suit was packed into one of his socks. Oh. And it looked like a suit that had been packed into one of his socks. <laughs> oh, no. That is impressive. Especially when it came out of the sock. Yeah. No, they got, they ironed it out. That, it was fine for wedding time, but yes. It that looked like great. he had packed I mean, a suit in a sock, let's just say. Yeah. That, yeah. How do you even do that? I like, truly, I'm not even, it's, I don't even with know. skill. I can't even picture that. It's pretty impressive. It was that a big is. sock? I don't know. I probably have the picture somewhere. I could show you what it looks like. Oh, please do. <laughs> please send that along. I would love to see that. I think like also, I mean, just going off of the stress of packing into a suit and into a sock, like I look at the guys in the band who are in charge of the sound for the North Coast Orchestra and I just like, it's always like fingers crossed, like, oh God, I know you guys know what you're doing, but there's, we had a switch of a sound guy recently and his first wedding basically running sound, there was like feedback and all this stuff and I was just like, oh my word, 
it's just such a stressful thing because everyone can hear your mistake. So yeah. I just, I always am in awe of the people who are in charge of the sound and just thank God you guys know what you're doing because I don't. Yeah. And it's rough. <laughs> Even like we have, that's one thing we have, we have a lot of experience with as a band and it's still, every venue is a little different. You know, just last weekend, I think right. Susie and I were in one that we show up and it's a big high ceiling barn with concrete floors and you just know the second you walk in there like, oh, it's going to be loud in here. This is going to be right. a, yeah. This right. is going to be hard to keep, and we we manage it. We're good at that now, but it's it is. That's always a challenge because you want to sound good, right? And I, so, is that something that you you studied, or is that just by trial and error, and just by the fact that you've been doing this for a decade? Yeah, I think that's just uh, just over the years, and you kind of read and and try things, and you learn things as you go. We have some mm-hmm. good heads in the band too. We've got a lot right. of a lot of good years in the band, so. We've gotten pretty mm-hmm. good at that. And we also, we have a digital mixer now, so it's saved. We show up from a pretty good starting mm-hmm. point, and then we tweak it from there. Right. Kelly, keep it clean. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, but to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is It is really fun to kind of have this really weird, kind of unique rock star life every weekend. And then you kind of go back to your life here with the kids. I mean, Kelly and I have known each other for years, since like 2008 or nine, somewhere in there. And really just in the last couple of years, and when you certainly when you are spending so much time with someone, you're like, oh, okay, now I'm really getting to know mm-hmm. you a lot better. And it's been awful. Oh, I'm so sick worst. of Susie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just lucky. waiting for the day when she like farts in front of you or something oh, like that. That would really yet. tip never. it over the edge. Not never. Yet. Right. <laughs> I don't even do that to Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, it, it's I mean we're lucky that we we'd get along so well, I think. I I met so yeah, yeah. 2008, 2009 I met Susie uh in the Point Sebago band and I know you guys have talked about Point Sebago before, mm-hmm. but um that was our our humble beginnings as the house band of Point Sebago. Yeah. And for those who don't know, uh Point Sebago mm-hmm. is a uh campground on Sebago Lake mm-hmm. in Maine. Um it's kind of like mm-hmm. you wanted to take your family to Disney but came up like $4,000 short. So instead you go to, to Point Sebago and, exactly. and hang out on the lake for a week. Um, right. But yep. a lot of really talented you know, music and theater people came through there and they do shows all summer long. So uh, we oh, came yeah. in, I came in just a bit before Susie and we were the house band there. So we'd, we'd play a couple times, two or three times a week. Wednesday nights would be a show that they would work us into. So different different kind of themed dinner shows and then we would just play in the pub for for a couple more hours after the show mm-hmm. so one year we were playing this fake wedding um terrible terrible <laughs> wedding uh but it was fake <laughs> thankfully uh and a lot of the guests uh, at the resort there were um liked the band a lot and started saying hey we we're getting married in september want to play for us so we were like oh, i guess we know how to play weddings now so we did them yeah yeah and we we started doing them and i'm sure we've we've come so far since then uh just learned so much over the years but and yeah. kelly you've said before that you remember that first wedding and i don't remember it the Marriott. i don't know what i was doing i I don't remember that at all. No, I have no idea. I have no memory of it. Yeah. No, the Marriott. Rem- was, was there something about spaghetti? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I have no recollection <laughs> of spaghetti or any idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, we, we played a Marriott. I do remember that. I remember uh, their first dance was a Led Zeppelin song, I think. 
Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. Wow. Anyhow, that's that's as far. Yeah, we we do so many of these weddings over the years, and they are all very special. But they get muddled, which is one of the reasons I'm glad you guys do this podcast. Because when I was oh, getting yeah. ready for this, and I was trying to think of memorable weddings, it's hard to to reach back that far. That to me, it's <laughs> the point. It's sad to not have done it in the previous years because I know there have been just so many crazy moments. Yeah. <laughs> well. No, well, that's like what they say when someone's like, oh, you're a wedding singer. I bet you've had a lot of crazy stories. And you think to yourself like, oh, my gosh, yes. And they're like, oh, cool. Tell me one. And you're like, uh, I know Mm -hmm. that they're there, but I can't be specific. I just know that I have this like peripheral memory that there was some really funny stories. Well, because I know that I'm going to be recording, I can remember those things. I just like between the comedy wedding, the shows on the beach, like the remember Kelly, the woman with the absolutely see through shirt. Oh, yeah. At at Point Sebago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Was that horrifying? She was like, she was a, like, of retirement age, I'll say. Um, And just was just just like a mesh net that she was wearing for a top. (laughs) And and it was bright. no bra? No nothing? Nothing. And it was bright. It was like bright orange or something, too. So it was just, and I kept forgetting about it. So I was like stage left, and I would play for a bit and just forget that this... (laughs) This lady was hanging all out, and then I'd look over and be like, "Oh, ice forward, Cal." Well, that's because you keep seeing the, the, the orange, the orange yeah, cone like, that's that like orange in the thing? periphery. Oh, yeah. and you're like, what's that? It's just the boobs <laughs> constantly it's catches boobs. your eye, even though you don't uh-huh. want it to. Uh-huh. Yes, you know, it's it's the silent heard turnaround that story. No, we've got that. no. Many. Oh, we've got many. Oh my god, I can't you guys! Even I, imagine I uh, I pulled a guy out from under a motorcycle today. This has nothing to do with weddings. What? Yeah, nothing to do with weddings, but this what? totally happened this morning. Carolyn oh and I walked to uh, the gas station to get coffee this morning before work. And kind of right at the entrance road, I don't, it must have like just happened. I, I didn't see anything, but this guy was there kind of pinned under his motorcycle, like his leg. And oh, so we're walking up gosh. and I have the baby kind of strapped to me too. So I'm like, well, he's probably, you know, people just like tip over sometimes or something. He probably knows right. yeah, what yeah, he's yeah. doing. So we're kind of cautiously walking by he's but like get away from me same, i do this all the yeah, time exactly and then he um and then he like yelled out in pain oh uh, my gosh he couldn't, couldn't move his leg or something i was like oh crap so i i uh ran up and pulled that out and got oh his my leg gosh. out from under it and then he he got up and he was okay a bunch a couple other people rushed over he seemed to be fine but uh but yeah that was crazy yikes man i mean uh, it reminded me of when uh Susie and i were hiking in arizona do you remember that Susie? Yeah. Were, yes, not, I do. Yeah. That was another scary moment. Yeah. This guy, yeah. Um, this was much scarier. This guy had a, it was yeah. when Susie uh, sang for the Arizona Musical Fest, Music Festival with a symphony. Okay. And my wife and I decided, my, my fiance actually proposed to her on that trip. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So we did a hike. On Camelback Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Good memory. Anyhow, a guy mm-hmm. like uh, a boulder, he was climbing between two things and this boulder just, and I'm, I'm saying boulder, like a big, big rock just fell and his head was like mm. stuck between the two rocks what if you're picturing like a basketball it was not a basketball it was it was bigger too. oh my gosh like his head was pinned between them and he, i heard this guy yell and it was one if you've never felt like that fight or flight like real adrenaline yeah. moments of like flung off my backpack and ran up and pushed a boulder off a guy's head 
Um, what? Uh, was, I don't, nobody told me this story. Yeah, well, you too. Crazy. Hello. So we got him nobody out told and his, me this story. His head was bleeding and, um, and he seemed, he was conscious. Yeah, it was scary. He was conscious and stuff. And mm. some people came over and had a medical yeah. kit. And, scary. There's wow. uh, something about that. But right before we started that hike, there was something, a sign in the, the guides that were there at the bottom of the mountain were like, you know, this mountain gets, we have more people that get her on this mountain than any other or whatever. Some, some stat like that. And there, you know, nice. inevitably when we got to the bottom, like there was an ambulance ready for someone else who hadn't gotten yeah. her. Um, hmm. I don't even think it was for that guy, but anyway, anyway. that's not related to weddings. Yeah. You can. Wow, that's crazy. Well, I, I mean, I feel like we could be on here for hours and hours and talk about all the the stories and memories that Kelly and I have of doing gigs after over a decade together. Yeah, well, then then we can oh. get a little bit more specific then to help rein in some of the tangents. But I'm just always curious, <laughs> Kelly, as the band leader. So Susie and I obviously are like we we're not the ones that field the questions from the brides right away. So as the leader of the band and the one who usually gets that first um, ring from a bride or whatever, how prepared should they be when they talk to a band if they're looking? You know, like, should they have their venue are booked or yet? Or does that not matter? So what I want to mm-hmm. know basically is where is it? And I mm-hmm. think you should have a good sense of what your budget is because a band is more expensive than a DJ. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe people don't have a, a good sense of of how much a band might cost. Um, you know, if, if that's mm-hmm. not in your budget at all, it's it's good. And I try to be very forward with that, too. When they get an email back from me, it has very clear pricing. But things like um, the location is certainly helpful just because that's material to us. Do we need hotel rooms? Do mm-hmm. we need, you know, what am I asking for the band right. to, to travel and all those things? Sometimes mm-hmm. the size of the wedding can be helpful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. we've, we've gotten a couple of inquiries this year for a 50-person wedding, which we can do. Right. It almost feels like we would end up being overkill in a, in a wedding like that. And mm-hmm. more than anything, I want to make sure we're a really good fit for what they're looking for. Um, generally, people who come to us are people who like live music, you know, yeah. and I can get a, I can get a sense of that. You know, if somebody reaches out to me and says a bunch of the music that they want and it's just dance tracks and rap and like I, I feel like you might be happier with a DJ. What do you mean? Susie can't do the rap? I want to hear her sing Susie, hot and hurt. Oh I can't. Susie does a little bit of rap but it's you know if you're if you're looking for a club experience maybe you want a DJ for that and I again I, I just want to be a really good match for them and, and we tend to have good luck with that and I would say one of the things mm-hmm. that's most important to me for a band is that we really bring our all to every wedding. So mm-hmm. I've said before that that we've done hundreds of these, but every one that we do is right. their big day. And I don't want to phone something in if we could do something to make it better or more exciting or more memorable. You know, uh, trust mm-hmm. your intuition. If it feels like somebody's just clocking another gig, then maybe that's not the right choice if you're if you're looking for a band. Mm-hmm. There are certainly musicians that I've worked with who seem like they're a little bit checked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not something for me personally, I, I just I never would want to bring that kind of energy to, Definitely. to somebody's wedding. I want to make sure it's the best day of their life. Right. And it's the best day of their life. Like Kelly said, that that shows when we play is we're excited to do this. We're yeah, excited. Oh, they're going to mm-hmm. love this. This is going to be great. Which makes it memorable. Yeah. It also helps that your band has the longevity that it does. As far as like you guys have had almost the same people in the band for a decade. Yeah. You know, you're not like cycling through musicians that often. And that helps with like the flow of everything, the confidence you guys have. You know, you can kind of anticipate what the other is going to do or what song you're going to choose. And it all helps it make more of a seamless performance. Really. Yeah. A lot of people don't have a sense of 
how some bands work. Um, there are uh, agency bands who who generally kind of bring in a bunch of ringers. So they have very talented singers and talented musicians, um, but it's not always the same people. Yep, I can vouch for that. <laughs> and they're you know you're you're paying for very high quality musicians when you pay for these bands. You're also kind of paying into the bureaucracy of it a little bit. And and I'm not saying that mm-hmm. is a bad thing, but I've played in some of these bands, and generally they have been good to excellent. I played with some amazing musicians in them. I still, even with kind of the very good ones, I've walked away thinking, man, we, we could have done that even a little better, I yeah. think, just because awesome. because of how much we've played together. But that's generally how yeah. the agency bands work. And that might surprise people who don't have a sense of what professional musicians are capable of, of just showing up mm-hmm. and being like, we're going to play the song. What's your key? Okay, Right, go. yeah. And if that's what you're, you're hiring, you'll probably get a pretty good product, um, in my my experience with those, but I think that's a big part of of making it memorable is is little things like that that we do sometimes every week or sometimes just catered to yeah that bride and groom something they might ask for right. or that we can work in. Did you tell the fish story before, Suze? No, I didn't. Uh, so I was I was thinking back to some of I don't my think favorite, I did. favorite weddings. Oh my gosh, 100%. That was one of my favorites. We yep. had a, a groom. I'm not sure about the bride, but the groom and his groomsmen were really into the band fish. Um, and a, a <laughs> lot of the musicians... I was wondering what fish was <laughs> going to be, if yes. it was going to be a real fish or the band <laughs> fish. Got it. No, okay. to, the, to the point where they, they actually had me bring like a, a Bluetooth speaker in the porta potty bathroom that was playing fish through the whole wedding. Um, oh yeah, so, my word. That. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they were really into that. But we're a wedding band. We don't play and fish songs are incredibly elaborate if you're not familiar with the band. They're not just like okay. pick up and, and go songs. But the band musicians, we're of the right age and we all kind of grew up learning a lot of that stuff. So old. We mix trying to say. Yeah, we're old. No, we're we're <laughs> we're of the jam band yes. and the and the right age for that. Yeah. Uh, that kind exactly, of genre. So yeah. we we mixed I think it was um it was higher and higher. Like your love is lifting me higher. Mm-hmm. And the uh-huh. tweezer reprise from Fish, and we kind of morphed into that, and all the groomsmen just lost their mind when we were suddenly in it. It was and, amazing. Yeah. Uh, so really, it's like when you want, yeah, when you want, you think about something that you're going to do for. It wasn't it a mm-hmm. surprise for the groom? I thought it was a surprise. I'm pretty sure it was a surprise for one of the. I think it was for the groom. I think the bride was like, he really loves Fish. Or I don't know. Anyway, but like the reaction that you want from someone when they ask you to do something spe- like really specific like that, and like they're going to love it. A lot of times when people say, "Oh, they're going to love it." You're like, okay, sure, okay. And like Maybe. they like it, but you know, they nod their head and they're like, oh, cool, thanks. But this reaction was epic, was like Aww. screaming, like air guitars, just like amazing. It was awesome. the best. And it was so much fun for us, for the band. And definitely, that's one of my favorite mo- five, top five moments for sure. I don't think you've yep. ever told me that before. Probably because I didn't remember. <laughs> this is what I. This is what I mean. Uh, well, another one was um, the one we did last summer, where we had two horn players. We don't normally have horn players, uh, trumpet and a tenor sax player, who are just phenomenal. Mm. And we had played for this this family. Their wedding got postponed because of the pandemic. So. We had played their ceremony on the beach the year during 2020, I think. And they walked down the aisle to... Um, Level Stand? Level Stand. Yeah, Level yeah, Stand. from Memphis the Musical. So we had played it then, and that was kind of their song, their theme. And we played it again during the ceremony when we had the actual wedding in 2021. And at the end of the wedding, we're always trying to figure out what's the last song of the night? What do we leave them with? And I was like, why don't we do that one more time, but with the band, not with just the piano? 
And uh, mm. so we did it with the, the full band, but it just, it's a really <laughs> gospel-y kind of song. And, and it gets mm-hmm. big, it modulates, and it's got Susie belting, and then we had all the, the horns on top of it. And it was just such a, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm getting chills. Uh, I just, was just going to say that I'm <laughs> getting chills with so you good. describing it. <laughs> you know I mean? Just amazing ending and, and mm. a beautiful family too. So that, that was a favorite moment of mine. That's really cool. Yeah, that was excellent. We had the one that I always tell people in terms of a unique wedding was the wedding wedding in the woods uh which was oh my gosh yes a couple that, that reached out to me it was a venue that was deep in the woods on these hiking trails it was it was a mile to the woods and it had no power oh my gosh the kicker was that Susie was going to be very pregnant at that was it was like a week before her due date and i said okay it was 12 uh, days it was 12 days before my due date yeah. 12 days. So I said, okay, I like a challenge, but here, here are the conditions. Um, I'm going to basically charge you a fee so I can have another singer on retainer. Oh my God. And yeah. I did. I had somebody else that I paid <laughs> just to be ready for that. So we had battery set up and it was a little acoustic version of the band, but uh, Susie was not allowed to lift yeah. anything and there was apparently nothing to drive <laughs> in there. So we, we walked with our gear a mile oh, into this place. Oh, Set I up in a corner. how far rid- you had ridiculous. to walk. Yeah. And there, it, yeah. there were maybe, I think there were 40 people at this wedding and they really wanted us yep. to be part of it. They wanted us, they gave us our own table and wanted us to like eat with them and just get to know them. And it was, uh, it was a Jewish wedding. Um, so we played the, the Hora. We played Havana with our quartet. And the like, I, Hora, Hora. Alexandra. <laughs> two or, two or three of them got out their violins and just absolutely shredded this, just harmonizing oh, each yeah, other and cool. worked that into a frenzy. And it was just such an amazing, like acoustic, far from civilization kind of wedding that was a, also, yeah. also I should mention the father of the bride was a doctor and there were several other doctors yep. at this wedding. So I knew that if anything <laughs> went south, literally, uh, we would have uh, somebody ready there to catch it. So, uh, oh, which kid was this, Suze? Which one were you pregnant? It was Rose. It was Rose. It was oh, my only that. my only pregnancy in the summer. Mm-hmm. I did a good job at having them all in the winter, so it didn't interfere with the band. But this oh, one was a that's whoops, nice of you. I didn't. Was, I had all three of yeah. mine in June and May. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I feel bad for your band director. Oh, my word, yeah. Kelly. Those were the worst conversations I've had. I was like, mm. um, hey, Matt. And he was like, don't tell me. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You're like, I won't tell oh, you. God. I won't tell you, but I think you know what I'm going to say. I'll just walk away. I won't tell you what's going on, but I think you know. Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've had to have those it conversations was... multiple times. Three times I've had to tell them that I was pregnant and in the middle of wedding season. And although I will say that I didn't take any time off, I took like one week and then I was back the next week. Uh, and then I oh had to gosh, tell the other ridiculous. one that I was moving. That was another awful conversation and that I had cancer. So uh, <laughs> I was uh, like, every sweet. time, every time I talked to this because he wasn't the actual band leader specifically but he was like the agency leader who I had to tell and I was like I I really want a conversation with you that's not this (laughs) every time I have a conversation with you Mm -hmm. it's like an issue that's happening I really want a happy happy experience but yeah yeah. I mean, having kids yeah. happy, well, happy, but you know, not good for the band right. <laughs> schedule. That wedding was so crazy because I, I just remember they, it was all candlelight too, because obviously they had no power. Mm. So it was just like really dark and warm and cozy in there. Hmm. And oh, yeah, it was a lot. I was like, okay, so I'm trying not to have this kid so that I can <laughs> do this wedding. So what should I do? What, what should you do to not induce? Oh, I have to walk a mile. Cool. 
well, all mm-hmm. right. Well, I think that's what you do to induce labor. And then, oh. like, what should I do? Lift something? Don't lift anything? Okay. I guess I won't lift anything. And then we had to walk out, too. It wasn't oh. in the dark. Yeah. And they, oh, they didn't. I was like, is there a golf cart? Is there an ATV right. we can get on? And they were like, no, we can't have, um, there's no sound. They, they don't want sound in here. They really want to keep it pristine and they want to keep the, the woods, the woods. So there's no electric anything. There's nothing, no, no motorized anything. Minus the band that's going to be playing for yeah. Yeah. hours. Right. Well, uh, right. That's yeah, dumb. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So as long as it carry was like the, all their the tables earth. in, like carry everything a mile into the woods. I mean, it was a pretty small, well, it, was, it was mostly acoustic. So we didn't have yeah. a lot of gear, but yes. yeah. But, but yeah. even like the, the food that they had to bring the tables, oh, yeah. the chairs, the decorations, yeah, like all that stuff they'd have to do by themselves. I don't know. I still in. wonder That's... if they had, if somebody drove in and they just stiffed uh, us on that. Anyway. Yeah. They were, Horse, they were carriage. lovely and it was memorable, you know, like uh, that's, yeah, there, there's things that sometimes they're confused about. Sometimes they get overwhelmed with that. If it, that it's helpful to say, you don't have to have a, a parent dance if you don't want to, mm-hmm. or if there's like step parents involved or like there's bad, bad blood and whatever, you don't have to do it by yourself. If you're embarrassed, you can do it this way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do it at the rehearsal. So it's not so many people like there's definitely things that you can do to, to keep make, that's a good idea make, to do or it keep the them rehearsal. more at ease. Yeah, that's kind of a good idea. They had um, for a wedding a couple weeks ago, they had the speeches, the best man made of honor speeches at the rehearsal mm. and not the wedding. Hmm. So I think they wanted to keep things moving as quickly as possible. And they didn't want to take any time away from dancing. So they did everything at the rehearsal. That's great idea idea <laughs> i get that and and i guess uh, another to f- follow that thought don't be afraid of things going wrong uh sometimes those are the most yeah. memorable thing about a yeah, wedding um especially like people are stressed out about the weather where uh, some of our rainy weddings are my favorite ones you know it just makes everything <laughs> cozy and it's and it's memorable so i i think yeah. there's a right amount of being type a right Oh my! Yeah, there, there's a right balance between those two things for sure. Yeah. Speaking of uh, rainy weddings, there was a we did a rainy wedding a couple. This was like one of my first years with the North Coast Orchestra, and they were in a tent, and there was such a heavy rainfall that it all collected in one corner of the of the tent, and it was just like this huge bubble that you were just waiting for it to collapse, and it was directly over the band. No. And it was because we were like in the corner, and it was exactly where all of this water was collecting in the tent above us and it started I I can't even tell you I've never seen these guys move faster when this started to puncture like it started to overflow and they were like cut the sound and moved all of their shit over because it was like about to get destroyed and it was the only corner that it was happening in and had like the wedding shut down because of it for like an hour to move it and I think we I think that we didn't I don't think we set back up I am yeah. pretty sure we didn't because it was like just such a terrible storm that yeah. they were like, just like you didn't, you, know, we you can't... didn't keep playing at no, all. No, I'm pretty sure it was done because I remember thinking wow. like that is a lot of money wasted and like how sad for them that they paid and planned for this. And then it was over before, like basically as dinner finished, it was over. Oh, so. we had a wedding that um, a friend of ours where the tent ripped and just dumped water on a bunch of people but it was not so bad it was like on the dance dancing area so it wasn't so bad that they couldn't continue on but it was it was just funny Mm -hmm. and then it was like all right let's keep moving and the rain stopped but yeah yours was a lot more worst case scenario to have it actually stop your wedding is kind of awful
Well, I know we're going to kind of do this backwards, I guess, but I know, Kelly, that you've um, loved music for a long time, but why don't you tell us a little bit about how you began playing? Have you played your whole life? What made you want to play? All that, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, so I took lessons, I think, when I was three, piano lessons, My <laughs> uh, kind of a musical family. My mom played piano. That's so, adorable. Yeah. I don't remember when I quit, but I didn't last that long. Was, how, how the hell know. do you get a three-year-old to practice piano? I'm thinking of Bernie. I She's three. And there's know. no way she'd sit in front of a piano and play. Yeah. Well, that was probably the problem. Um, one of the things I tell parents is that a lot of what you're doing is planting seeds. Even if the kid doesn't stick with it, they're mm-hmm. learning things that will stick with them. They're learning ways to think. They're learning how to learn. And I do think a lot of that mm-hmm. stuck with me. So when I was in middle school and I started getting the bug again, I don't really remember not knowing how to read music. You know, when I wanted to learn something, I just I just knew I could get this music and put that on the piano. So it was still in there somehow. Um, mm-hmm. I actually started playing drums in middle school and showed up at high school as a drummer. So I was playing in the, the rock band. And I actually remember the song. It was a heart song. Um, Crazy so, Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Anyhow, <laughs> we were playing that song. And I was playing drums. And I think I was probably doing a terrible job of it. And they moved another oh guy gosh. to drums and moved me over to the piano because they knew I could play some piano. I think the consensus there was <laughs> that's where I belonged. <laughs> oh. So I've oh been doing it ever since. So I, I went to, that. to school. And it was one I of the – I appreciate it. I was – I was good at school until about sixth grade, and then I was not great. I, you know, rebelled a lot and didn't get along with teachers. And I was not good at that, but I was good at music. It was like my one thing. So I was yeah. in every, mm. you know, band, every chorus, all the jazz groups, all state, and we music all just need camps, that one jazz thing. Camp. It was my thing, but for yeah. sure. So I, there was no, um, cool. there was no doubt. I've made a career of it. Yes, you have. I, I tell people that weddings are the most difficult gig that I that we do in a lot of ways, just because it's it's such a long, exhausting day, and there's so much preparation yeah. that goes into it. But they're also the easiest gigs we play because people are really, in general, they're there to have a, a great time. Right. It's a big old celebration, and we just get to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people don't realize when you get a, a band is you're in many ways getting a, a planner. Oh, yeah. We've done so many of these that I feel like Susie and I have had times when we're like, well, should we just be planning weddings now? Because we know how <laughs> stuff is supposed to flow, you know, as as well as anybody. That's a great so point. We kind of we know so well how that right. how a wedding flows that that's that's one of the things people get in in a good experienced wedding band. I yeah. Think. Well, and especially when the amount of weddings that we've all done between the three of us, we've met some horrifying planners that like I will. <laughs> yes, we have. I will do this way better. I mean. I have plenty of stories about horrifying planners. I don't begrudge the planners, but there is kind of a natural friction, I think, between Mm -hmm. the band and the planners. Um, Yeah. Just because the planner's job is to set a schedule and make sure everything runs according to schedule. right. We're more of the make things flow. Right perspective yeah there is a bit of a natural and we not you know we don't butt heads with them but there are times when there have been some the planner is looking at their watch and being like we need to start the dance set it's getting short i'm like you know what look at the bride and the groom they're they're talking with with grandma and grandpa this is this is their time to do that and they haven't touched their food yet i'm like let's give them a second to breathe it will be fine you know or we'll, we'll get the dance set going yeah. soon and we'll knock it out of the park promise yeah we're like, we haven't eaten yet. We haven't taken a break in five hours. You need to let mm, us take a mm-hmm. break. We don't, I mean, especially us, we don't like to take very many breaks at all. But that one planner in particular who we, we basically put one 
spoonful of dinner in our mouth and we're like, are, are you ready to, are you almost done? Are you ready to go back on? We're like, no, we're just not actually one second. So I mentioned the, uh, how my job is, is disaster prep and that everybody <laughs> in the band has forgotten something uh, at some point. And I keep a, now I've gotten much better with checklists and things, but I, I bring three keyboards to every gig. But oh I did word. leave one keyboard I'd brought inside for a recording session and didn't load it back in. And um, so I had to call my wife and be like, do you think you could load that keyboard in and drive for an hour in the, <laughs> in the countryside to bring that to me? Um, She's like, I can't think of something I'd want to do more on my Saturday. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, We all were laughing at you, Kelly, because mm-hmm. we were like, what did Kelly forget? Oh, his keyboard? Oh, oh, okay. That thing he plays that he needs I to know. bring to the gigs. Oh, okay. We've you all done that? it. Okay. I, like I said, I keep all <laughs> this stuff in my car. My favorite one was we played uh, on an island. We don't do many island gigs anymore because they're a logistical nightmare. But uh, we played on Little Diamond Island. And our drummer, I'm not going to say names here, but they forgot their <laughs> whole stick bag with all their sticks and everything. Oh. Um, and I think it was, we were loading onto the water taxi and either they left it in the car or they leaned it against something and just didn't grab that stick bag. So they didn't have anything. And once again, I had to call my beautiful, <laughs> amazing wife and say, hey, do you feel like uh, coming out to the island today? And uh, came Hilarious. out for the day and delivered them. But when she arrived, our drummer for the whole kind of cocktails and dinner set, we had been looking around to find anything that we could substitute. And it was down to either a paint stirring stick (laughs) that we found in the attic of this venue or some sticks we found outside and had whittled down to try to make some some drumsticks. They were oh my so literally played uh, the dinner sets on sticks that we found outside. They were fine wow. for that, but wouldn't have cut it for a dance set, I don't think. So yeah. Oh my gosh. And I don't know if you noticed, Suze, but in our cord bag at the bottom of the bag, I have a pair of drumsticks that I just leave I in there every that. time. For, I did. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Every time. So uh, I'm not going to talk about how long ago this was. It's been years since this happened. So most of the time for ceremonies, I play them on piano, but sometimes they want to just have like exactly the recording. And I actually kind of like it. So I've got the PA sure. there and I can just pl- pump a, a recorded song in there. So this this particular couple had a song that like there was no way it was going to work on piano or any instrument. It's just a very unique kind of song. Um, so I said, well, why don't we do this? And they loved it. That was great. So we had two weddings that weekend and I spent all week preparing. I've got everything, you know, itemized and all the songs that are going to be played on my laptop and everything. And I don't know if anybody's ever tried to get music from your laptop to your phone, but it works terribly. I don't know why Apple hasn't figured this out in 20 years, but you you plug it in and it's like syncing up playlists. And I, I thought I had it. So we're getting ready for the recessional song. And I, I bring up my phone to plug it in and I bring up the playlist and the song is not on my phone. <laughs> And I don't know why I hadn't checked that box, but I was there was so many things I thought I had checked this box. I should have checked it. It's it's just like you you are always yeah you you are always so prepared when it comes to things like that that it really is an anomaly of that that even happened. Like I walked over right at the time that you realized that it wasn't on your phone, and it was like. What do you mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, did you, are you wearing clothes? Like, it's just a thing you always do. So it's just like. <laughs> I can hear like the cadences in the officiant's voice. Like he's getting close to wrapping yep. it up. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. God. And Susie is looking over and I'm telling her what's happening. And I'm opening up Spotify um, to try and find the song. And I couldn't remember the name of it. So I'm looking at my emails to see what the, exactly the name was of the song. Oh. And found it. And, and I, I kid you not, it was like to the second. <laughs> 
Like oh. he introduced <laughs> them, they kissed, and I found it and pressed play on my phone, and it and it pumped oh. in like I press play, press play, press play. Exactly, exactly. Oh my god! Like right to the second. That was probably the closest call I've had to. Yeah, if you could have had a movie montage, it would have been going back and forth from like your eyes to my eyes yeah, to yeah. your eyes to my eyes to the thing <laughs> to my eyes, and just back and forth and back. I kind of oh. knew how the song went, so I had my keyboard there and plan b was like i was just gonna play something oh my god that was a close call but we came through and the bride and groom will never know they will never know (laughs) yep they'll never know Mm because it went perfectly but Uh i mean the the amount of sweat that i and like my heart like after you you press play like i was like my heart is beating Mm -hmm. really fast (laughs) it was like really really fast and we were like because it wasn't and i couldn't do anything to help you Uh because i was like i have no idea what this i don't even have a remote idea of what the song was supposed to be i can't like sit on your phone and go through emails double time with you right like you just have to do it yourself as i'm sitting there like oh my god oh my god oh my god here's the kicker that i found out after the fact so my my wife and I have a, a new young baby, and if nobody's ever heard the song, um, the happy song by Imogen Heap, um, it's like <laughs> baby crack. I don't know what it is, but it just like instantly, <laughs> if the baby's screaming, crying, it just shuts her down, and and it's big smiles. It's amazing. So we would sometimes play yeah, the happy song for like an hour straight in the car, and my wife <laughs> and I had a shared Spotify account, so. She was actually on the road at some point, like within an hour of this. It was very possible that I could have started this song and then she started playing the happy song with like that starts with like babies laughing and taken over my my phone and played it. I that was within the realm of possibility, Um, which would have been, I mean, uh, also a a pretty cool recessional song. Hilarious. But (laughs) I'm glad uh, I'm glad that uh, that one worked out. My favorite close call, again, Points of Bago Days. I I don't know how old I was, probably 19. It doesn't matter how old I was because I still can't change a tire today. But <laughs> I got a flat tire on the on the way to Points of Bago, on the way to one of the to the comedy wedding or the gate or something. And I call Kelly and I'm like, I I don't have the ability to do this. I, I remember can't, this. I can't change my tire. I don't even know how to. Yeah. So Kelly, he's like, all right, fine. You know, to the rescue one more time. He <laughs> gets, leaves the rest of the band and is like, you guys play something that doesn't need voice or female voice and piano. Go. And he <laughs> comes and rescues me. And we're like, was this the time that the, all the, the like motorcycle dudes show up yeah. and just So I'm like texting the band. Yeah. I'm texting the band songs oh that they gosh. can play. I'm like, you can do this without me. You can do this song without us. And I'm there and I'm trying to use Fix a Flat and it's not working. And man, oh. if you ever want a pickup truck full of like, I'll say country folk <laughs> to show up, like that's their moment, right? Because they like pull oh, up next word. to us and they just NASCAR the, the car up. They had like this hydraulic lift Oh my god! Amazing. Then, and Don't remember swapped this out part the, of the story. Yeah, swapped on the, the spare tire in like a minute. I was like, "Oh, bless you." There you bless go, you guys. ma'am. Um, wow. I was on like, our bye. way. Yep. So. We like race back. Kelly like runs in, starts playing, and I like go run onto the stage. Like, uh, what's that Tom Cruise mo- movie? Uh, Risky Business. I like oh, yeah. run onto stage like Risky Business and like slide across the stage. Like, I'm here, and everybody just was like, "Woo!" Like, it was the best. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you know, no pressure, no pressure gig. I mean, I had to be there, but it was hilarious. Oh. To brides and grooms, we we prepare for everything, every contingency, and, and <laughs> sometimes things go wrong, but generally those are the most memorable. Um, if if you go in with kind of a good attitude, the most important thing is that it's it's your day and you're getting married, which is supposed to be the most important part of the day, the the ceremony. Um, and it it gets me every time. Aww. You know, every every wedding is special, and I'm I'm glad we watch those ceremonies because you really kind of see what the couple's about and and get to. Mm-hmm. 
feel feel that love it. feel that magic. and you get to so, feel that's yeah <laughs> you get to feel feel something once a week yeah, you, do. you remember what it's what it's all about and that's that's why they're special definitely mm-hmm. well you guys definitely it comes through for sure on your performances and at least all the stories that i've heard and the pictures you guys take that i can see and other people can see so but we thank you very much kelly for coming on and, and telling us all of your little insights especially with a new baby girl uh-huh yeah who i think needs my attention mm-hmm. right now but yeah hopefully i didn't incriminate us in any of those stories <laughs> you didn't um, you didn't I, do anything I, any worse than susie does every week so <laughs> i know i promise we're very professional and <laughs> that's and true that's do true a wonderful yeah, job i think the first time uh, i told you we were going to do a podcast which we're like mm-hmm. well that's my nightmare uh-huh <laughs> oh that's something i can't even i i just hate that idea <laughs> like why <laughs> what could possibly go wrong it's not I like susie to have loose lips or talk about <laughs> yeah. something I am a great MC. I am uh-huh. a phenomenal. I don't ever say anything crazy like at Jewish weddings when uh-huh. I say, we'll see you at the baptism. <laughs> I never say anything like that. Oh, you never God, say the geez. name, the wrong name of the bride or the groom, which is what I've done. Oh, never. Mm-hmm. I never do that. Mm-hmm. I never do that. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> you are a good MC. I am. I know. Yeah, you are. We say these mistakes like they happen all the time. There's like the, the three mistakes I've made in, in 12 years. Uh-huh. <sighs> Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've got what we need. Yeah. I'm just honored to be on your podcast, and I love oh, you guys. Shut oh, it. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we say the same thing? Yes. We both said shut up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, Cal, thank you. Yeah, and can I say where, where they can find out more Please, about us? Please, go. Yes. At mixologyband.com. Excellent. Right. I don't have to yeah. wait for Susie to remember the name of her uh-huh. Instagram handle. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, let me just say too, before we go that I know that I say this a lot when we do public performances, but you guys really do make like the whole band and especially you, Kelly, do make me look good every time when people, <laughs> it's always easy for the singers to get attention because we're right out front and flamboyant and crazy. And I really do appreciate all that you do to make me look good for sure. Uh-huh. Like this. It's not easy. It's kind of ridiculous when you think about it. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> what an a-hole. Oh, I'm going to ruin your downstairs now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Carolyn. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll go kiss that special baby for us. Yeah, She'll see you in a couple days, I suppose. Yeah, see you in a few days. Yep. Okay, thank you. Awesome. We'll see you. All right, bye, Kill. Bye-bye. God, I love hearing you guys banter back and forth. I can only imagine what it's I mean, in the car, like on the way to your gigs, how much I more this must be. I was just going to say that. I w- there are so many more that's what she says. I was going to put a few of them in during our conversation. And I was like, maybe I'll keep this a little. Allie's going to be so annoyed if she's just like, you guys stop. Stop, stop giggling, which is probably what everybody else <laughs> thinks about you and I during these normal podcast I know, episodes. I know. Yes. But no, I was true. It's really true, though. He comes off very um, humble in what he can do, but he is incredibly talented and this yeah, band would is. not be anything without him. He is mm-hmm. the certainly the brain behind everything and also a lot of the talent. I, I just talent. love Let's watching just him. Keep that. <laughs> yeah. I also love watching him, catching him like in a picture or a video of him just closing his eyes, playing, being like, how? I know. Could the guy plays without 
eyesight. A lot of people do that, Allie. A lot of people do that. Okay? His head doesn't need to be blown up. He's fine. There's someone called Stevie Wonder that does it all the time. Yeah. But, no, he's wonderful. The whole band is wonderful. Appreciate all of the insight. And I'm, I will see him in three days. So, you know. All right, guys. Thank you so much again for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Diaries of a Wedding Singer. And you can also follow Susie's band, like Kelly said, at Mixology Band. Mixology Band and the North Coast Orchestra uh-huh. on Instagram. You can send us an email at Diaries of a Wedding Singer at Gmail com for any of those other fun stories that we love to hear thanks again everyone all right we're gonna go make sure the children are living so we'll see yes, you next that's time a good idea bye good plan <laughs> see ya <laughs> <laughs>